With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Redestein Pinza AT. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, that's the way tire buying should be. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com. Or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Boom on a Friday. Welcome in. So glad to have you. And there's a lot of excitement in the room. And that's because... We had 11 preseason football games last night. I know that it was preseason, but it was still football. It was still great to see the uniforms. It was great to see the graphics on TV, and it was great to see some of the younger stars of the National Football League get their first taste at glory. Welcome in. It is the Doug Gottlieb Show brought to you by Farmers. At Farmers, we've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. When it's game time, have an experienced player to help you stay ahead of the game. Put their experience into play at Farmers.com. We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. 
It is the Doug Gottlieb Show, and I mentioned there were 11 preseason games last night in the NFL. Five more games will wrap up the weekend, whether it be tonight or tomorrow. But a lot of the eyes and many of the eyes on the football scene last night were on three players specifically. They were Kyla Murray of the Cardinals, Daniel Jones of the New York Giants, and Redskins quarterback Dwayne Haskins Jr. All rookies, all first-round picks, all getting their first taste of the National Football League. And last night went better for some than others. Let's take Kyler Murray, for example. Kyler Murray on second down and six from the 32. Murray looking towards Larry, throws to the far sideline, but it's Demir Bird right at the sticks. And once again, the timing, the accuracy, just the flow of the offense, Kyler appears to make it look so easy. Kyler Murray was terrific in his only drive of the night on the Cardinals radio network, six of seven for 44 yards against the Chargers. It wasn't perfect, But that's what Daniel Jones was last night for the Giants. Jones out of the gun. Gallman to his left. Double receivers left and foul it to the right. Back to throw. First and 10 from the 12. To the end zone. Right corner. Touchdown! Welcome to the NFL. Daniel Jones as he hits Benny Fowler. And the Giants have tied it at 6 with 3.36 left in the first period. Daniel Jones 5 of 5 last night for 67 yards and a touchdown. Dwayne Haskins maybe had the toughest night of any other rookie. Saw more action than anyone else going 8 of 14 for 117 yards. But two interceptions in that game against the Browns. Here's the Rook's thoughts on his first taste of the NFL. My spot, alert rails, man coverage. Um, Should have thrown over the top. I tried to back shoulder him, bad throw. Uh, Second pick, it was all go. Cover three, corner midpointed. Did a great job jamming Flanny on the the seam cut. Tried to anticipate it in there. It wasn't looking for me. Corner midpointed pick. Stuff happens. Stuff happens, Bucky Brooks, and last night stuff happened to all three of the first-round picks as they made their NFL debuts. Dwayne Haskins, probably the roughest of the three quarterbacks with their performance last night. Yeah, it was an interesting night to watch the rookies have an opportunity to play because what you saw were distinct, different approaches to how you played your rookie quarterback. Uh, if you think about Kyler Murray and Daniel Jones, uh, the play call has really set them up for success. Easy throws early, quick rhythm things, things that allowed them to kind of get into a rhythm um, and get their confidence up. For Dwayne Haskins, I don't know if this is just the way the Redskins operate with a quarterback. They didn't really set him up with those kind of throws. He didn't get a lot of screen passes, quick passes, things that are kind of high percentage layups. And I think it, you know, like, you know, he just had a rougher start. Obviously, when he made the wheel route, he tried to throw it uh, down the boundary, tried to throw it over top of the defender. Defender made a great play, and uh, Mac Wilson turned it into a pick six. And then the interception from Greedy Williams is just one of those situations where he's trying to fit the ball into a seam. And Greedy Williams made a really good play. And so what can we take from all of it? Look, all of those guys look like NFL quarterbacks. The game didn't look too big for any of them. It'll just be interesting to see as they progress and as things get harder how the other guys, Kyler Murray and Daniel Jones, will play when they play top defense. I start to read into how they were used. And to your point, you know, Dwayne Haskins maybe wasn't set up for great success, but in reality, Dwayne Haskins doesn't have to have immediate success in Washington because of the two veterans ahead of him. I, that's what I look at last night of seeing Kyler Murray. The Cardinals were, were smart with him. He was effective. We saw the skills that made him the first overall pick. He had Haskins maybe doing some things that maybe weren't advantageous, but there seems to be some work. And that brings me to Daniel Jones. 
For the simple fact, Bucky, does last night's performance maybe tell us a little bit more how the Giants are considering Daniel Jones, who he goes perfect in his only drive of the night, throws a touchdown. Is that shedding more light on maybe the Giants' plans for their first-round pick? No, I don't think they have plans to play him. I think Eli Manning is the quarterback, and that's the plan that they want to continue to, to go with. I think, if anything, they told us what they wanted to do. They believe that the Pat Mahomes plan is the best plan for a young quarterback. So they want Daniel Jones to kind of learn on the sideline, learn behind the veteran, let Eli Manning continue to run the show for this year or maybe even next year, and then kind of see where he's at. If anything, I think this kind of quiets some of the conversation that went around Daniel Jones. For so long, we had heard, oh, my God, what were the Giants doing? Why would they take him six overall? He's not a player. He couldn't play a Duke. Blah, 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 And I think what he was able to do is show people, look, he's talented. He can play in rhythm. He is the ideal quarterback that they wanted behind Eli Manning. And I think the way that he performed, but better yet, the way that he handled the questions after the game, showed you why the Giants wanted him to be their franchise quarterback going forward after Eli Manning is done with the Giants. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Dan Beyer. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Find Bucky on Twitter at Bucky Brooks. I'm at Dan Beyer on Fox. Now, Jay Glazer came on the network last night with uh, Jason Smith and Mike Harmon here on Fox Sports Radio and said, sorry to burst everyone's bubble, but what Daniel Jones had to face last night is not what Daniel Jones would have to face in week no. one of the of the regular season. But is there any scenario? Is there any scenario this preseason where Daniel Jones will see more, where maybe it would make the Giants reconsider the plan that they have in place right now to have him as their starting quarterback? I don't think so. I think this is a situation where the Eagles know exactly how they want to proceed. Eli Manning is the quarterback. It's not a quarterback competition. They want the young quarterback to develop on their own time without the pressure of having to get on the field. And I think they really want to stick to that. Um with Daniel Jones, he did play in advantageous situations. He wasn't playing against the starters. He did step in and go against the twos, which is fine because I want to see him dominate the twos before he has an opportunity to play against the number one unit. Um, I just think we all are in such a hurry to get these young guys on the field. I just think it's a situation where Daniel Jones showed us that he certainly has NFL talent. Now it's a matter of less weight for him to be ready to fully have success in this. Isn't isn't that the way of the NFL though now of trying to get these guys on the field as soon as as uh, soon as does, you can? Does, it doesn't necessarily mean it's the right way to do it. I think if you look at what Pat Mahomes was able to do, if your starting quarterback can play, then you don't need to rush him onto the field. Pat Mahomes sat for an entire season behind Alex Smith. Alex Smith played at a Pro Bowl level, and then when Pat Mahomes got his opportunity to play, he was better ready to handle the challenges of playing in an NFL game because he had at least gotten used to the speed of the game on the practice field. For the other young quarterbacks that we throw them out there, what happens is when we throw a young quarterback out, first impressions stay and linger a long time. Think about how we viewed Jared Goff based on how he looked his rookie season. We were ready to call him a bus heading into year two based on how he performed under Jeff Fisher. And so I think we just have to be careful about rushing guys onto the field because it's a completely different game than in college. But I will say the thing that does stand out, the guys who are able to have success as young players are the ones where the coach makes the biggest concessions when it comes to leaving his scheme in favor of the scheme of the the, the player's choice, meaning uh, Cliff Kingsbury is allowing Kyler Murray to play in a system that he's very familiar with at Oklahoma. 
quick rhythm throws, screen passes, those things, staples of the air raid system, which is why he can look like he's ready to play. A lot of times with the young players, you have to meet them halfway and put them in an environment that is very, very close to what they did in college. I think we're beginning to see that more on the pro level. How much does Patrick Holmes supporting cash, though, help him in Kansas City as opposed to what Ooh. Daniel Jones would have to face with the Giants? It's very important. Uh, it's very important. And I'm, I'm going to say this, and it's, not, it's probably not a popular opinion. I did a, an article today where we talked about offensive engines, like who's the driving force of every NFL offense. And in Kansas City, Tyreek Hill, to me, is the driving force of that offense. Tyreek Hill is the one that dictates the terms. He affects the way coverage is, is thrown out and what Pat Mahomes sees. He also affects the way they're able to run the ball because you have to pay so much attention to number 10. Um, Pat Mahomes stepped into a terrific situation. Not only did he have an outstanding supporting cast with Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, and at the time they had Kareem Hunt, he also has the ultimate play caller in Andy Reid. And so he is – Look, he's responsible for a large part of the success that he has as an MVP player, but it was a perfect storm with great player, meeting great system, meeting great supporting staff, which is why he was able to play like he played right away. Just so you know, currently on our staff is is intern Kevin, who is a Giants fan. And Kevin came in today and already oh, gave he's ready. Da- he's already ready. gave he's he already ready. had Daniel Jones had a nickname. Uh, DJ. Oh. Yeah. So he's already oh, DJ's he's ready. All, five for five. For 67 yards. He's ready. He's and, already ready. And already he comes in and says, uh, you know, DJ looked pretty good last night. And I had, oh, I, had, he, I, would, I he would love this, then. He, he would love this because in talking to Daniel Jones's high school coach, we did a 360 podcast on him. DJ, not his nickname, <laughs> his nickname is Swag. Swag. Swag oh, is his go. nickname from high school. I want to say he went to Charlotte Latin High School. Um, a little private school, and swag is what they called him because he has so much confidence and swag when he was a high school player. He's Bucky Brooks. <laughs> I'm Dan Byer. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. I am DJ. My initials are DJ, so I can be DJ. Bucky, I knew you were coming in today, so uh, I got a little something for you. This won't translate on radio, it won't. but I'm going to take my headset off. I'm going to take this off, and uh, I know you don't like to talk about Duke guys, so look at oh. this. You know, oh, look at that. Uh, yeah, little uh, North Carolina Tar Heels he hat a, for he Bucky a North today. Carolina live because you went there and played golf. You went to Pinehurst? Yes, yes. I, I I bought this. We went to a Heels game, played Syracuse in February. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I got to get something. I don't think I've worn this hat once. So I think today is the first day I'm Way doing to break it. break it out. Yeah, there it is. I think it fits I, pretty it, well, it does, right? it does fit pretty well. You know what? You look a lot smarter now than when I came in. <laughs> He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Dan Byer. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. So glad to have you. You can always listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app and find the show on iTunes and download the show every single day. We'll dive more into what happened preseason-wise last night. Also, there's some news on Tiger Woods and the future of the NFL running back. It's all coming up here on Fox Sports Radio. But coming up next, who is the real standout in week one and the first night of the NFL preseason? We'll have that answer next year on Fox Sports Radio. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. 
Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Dan Byer sitting in for Doug today. Glad to have you with us as we roll out on this Friday. The NFL had 11 preseason games last night. We talked about the rookies. The Raiders and Rams won't play until Saturday. And now reports out of Oakland's campus that Antonio Brown has gone radio silence. And nobody knows what's really going on with the Raiders wide receiver. After word came out this week, 
that he suffered frostbite in a cryotherapy session. The saga of Antonio Brown takes another turn that I'm sure has many in Pittsburgh smiling. Right? I mean, it, it, I mean, it's a lot. Like the only thing that I would say is kind of the saving grace is it was cryotherapy, and that is something that you could view as look. He's trying to get himself right. He's trying to recover. He's trying to make sure he's at the best possible situation to perform at a high level. However, just a lack of maturity or a lack of professionalism in terms of not being able to understand what you need to do when you get into the cryo chamber. Like you have to wear these booties, which are like, have you ever done it? No. Okay. No. So, so when you go in, you can't have any moisture, any moisture will lead to these kind of situations. So everything has to be fully dried off. You put on like these little gloves, you put on booties that are very similar to like Uggs and then you, your head is out the top. And so if Antonio Bryant went it Brown went in there in, in his bare feet or didn't have the right footwear on, it leads to what you saw in those nasty pictures where you saw his feet all crudded up. So it's just a situation. you got to take care of yourself, but you got to be smart. you got to do exactly what the instructions say. Pay attention to the detail. I'm having some deja vu. Did I tell you my Larry Johnson con story at Lambeau Field? Was that with no. you? So when the Packers and Raiders played in the early to mid-90s, it was the game where Leroy Butler started the Lambeau Leap. Yeah. You know, wind chill was below zero, game time temps. I was a high school junior and thought I was cool by wearing my Larry Johnson Converse shoes. <laughs> my feet were frozen by the first quarter because of the concrete. So I have some sympathy for Antonio Brown. And my cousins made me stay throughout the entire game. And yeah. we can always say, hey, we were there when the Lambo Leap started. I know a little something or another about frozen feet. Our next guest knows a little something or another about the NFL. He's a former scout and he has the three and out podcast on the herd radio network good buddy john middlecoff joins us here on fox sports radio hey john happy friday how are you hey what's up fellas what's going on well antonio brown apparently radio silence is the term that we've heard in the report how surprised are you that it's come to this so soon already for the new raiders wide receiver yeah i'm surprised that the the cryo thing i guess took place because not his first time using that so he 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 knows the protocol that's that's on him that's that's a mistake on antonio brown the raiders couldn't have controlled that but the radio silence like this is what you sign up for you know antonio brown is one of the bigger personalities in the league for a reason but there's also a reason that you acquire not just the best receiver in the league but i mean one of the best receivers we've ever seen over the last six years for a third round pick that's not normal We, we we saw last year when they traded one of the best players in the league. What what that nets is nets multiple first rounders. Now I get he's a little older, but they got him for a third round pick again for a reason. So I I, I can't be shocked. If you saw the hard knock, the Raiders are a little bit, you know, they're they're not exactly the most buttoned up operation when it comes to players. So you know you can't you can't be shocked at all. You know, and speaking of that, like with hard knocks having their cameras in there, being able to see the behind the scenes. Uh, workings of the Oakland Raiders. What do you think of the team now that you've had a little sneak peek behind the scenes in terms of the culture of the program and how it's all coming together in John Gruden's second year? Well, I thought the craziest part, Bucky, was coming from the SEC. It's not like Jonathan Abram wouldn't know how to full-speed practice without pads. He came from a high-level football. At one point in time when he was there, I think they were number one in the country when Dak was still the quarterback. Now, he might have been young. But he still saw the way everyone practiced, and then he became a great player. You practice at full speed without pads. like That happens in the pros. That obviously happens in college. That shouldn't be a shock to him. And I think Gruden 
has clearly tried to change his tune from when he was in the league, you know, back in the day with Tampa, when he kind of got, you know, the nickname of being kind of an a-hole, right? Mm -hmm. He was just, a lot of guys didn't like him. And I think he's gone the other way, and now he's trying to be a nicer guy, which isn't really who he is, I think, to his core as a coach. Mm -hmm. And with Jonathan Abram talking back to him, I've never seen anything like that. When, When the guy's clearly in the wrong over a pretty, you know, basic thing in football, that that was wild, and I, I think it's more symbolic of. I know Derek takes a lot of heat, and he has the last couple of years of not playing that well. But one thing's pretty obvious: Derek is the type of player that coaches want to coach. He listens. Uh, you can coach him. He just he's in a dysfunctional place. And Gruden, I, I, I thought we were going to get the crazy Gruden when he came back, but but I think that guy's kind of gone. And whether that's because he's so rich now, or because he's trying to deal with millennials, I, I don't know, but. I, I was shocked that Gruden wasn't harder on guys. He seems to talk in sound bites now, like like the Monday Night Football thing. Like really, really had an effect on him. It, I don't know why he just he sounded different in Hard Knocks to me. Like like there was a there was a lot of media and showmanship to it. Do you get that sense? Uh, Big time. Yeah, yeah. Now, it's different. It's part it's part of that. The cameras are there, so it might make him a little uncomfortable. But he he's used to the camera, so I. I don't think that's really making him uncomfortable. I, I think he's just a different guy now. And I, I talked to some of my buddies in the league, and they're like, well, you can't really be that hard on guys. And I, I, I agree times have changed a little bit. And, you know, I was around Andy, and that's not really Andy style. But he, there's still a standard. You know, you're still a coach. When sure. a guy blatantly screws up, no one is going to blame you for getting on him. You know, and, and, that, and I thought he was trying to be nice. He has this rookie. And the rookie kind of walked all over him. And it was just it, it, that was the most eye-opening scene for me. Just I, I can't believe he kind of let that fly when he was one hundred percent in the right. You know, why? why this, this is the pros, buddy, and, and you know how to practice. That's the other thing. It's not like this guy's coming from, you know, Weber State or something. This guy's from the SEC. They practice full speed without pads on. He knows the drill. So you know, was was he acting up for the cameras? Probably a little bit, but I don't know. I, I think. I, I'm just not as sold on Gruden still having his fastball anymore. Yeah, I, want, I wonder about that. Um, having played for Gruden in Oakland the first go round, ninety eight, ninety nine, I wondered which version would return. Would it be the version that was? Man, he was. Really did you rec- Did you recognize the guy, Bucky? No, nah, he's, he's not. He's not the same. Like that, the guy who originally came was a little on edge. Demanded a lot. Demanded a lot of juice. A lot of energy. Um, expectations the standard I mean he, he tried to set it really really high and up there and so this guy being able to kind of handle or just being okay with Abram talking like he talked like to me I, I just can't imagine so I just wonder with the young guys and with the mix of veterans that they have who is going to be the unquestioned leader besides Derek Carr are they going to be able to be truthful when it comes to calling guys out holding them accountable and will this culture enable this team to get to the next level. You had a lot of strong personalities, but I don't know if all those strong personalities can lead them the, into the right direction. What do you think, having been around the team? Well, yeah, you, you know what's funny is I got a text that night from just the scout, and he's just like, this is why character matters. And he wasn't talking, and when we use the word character, and you know this, Bucky, it doesn't mean like getting in trouble with the law, right? It just means acting the right way, kind of being a pro. And they got a lot of guys that kind of do their own thing. You know, I, I'm around the Warriors out here, and the NBA is a completely different culture than the NFL. Like, their their personal trainers are around a lot. 
I didn't think it was very normal for like Antonio's personal trainer to be on the practice field with the head coach during practice. Like that, that was that was a little weird. And I, I, again, this is back to Gruden kind of trying to be more open-minded, millennials, let them do their own thing. But I don't think that flies. Like that doesn't work with Andy. That doesn't work with Belichick. Like Pete Carroll, and he's a little looser. There's still a standard there. I, I just think that they were. I kind of felt bad for Derek Carr. I'm like, God, I don't think any of these guys are listening to anyone. How are they going to listen to him? <laughs> John Middlecoff joining us here on Fox Sports Radio on the Doug Gottlieb Show. He's the host of the Three and Out podcast on the Herd Radio Network and former NFL scout. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Dan Byer sitting in for Doug today on the Doug Gottlieb Show. So last night, of the, I'll just call him the big three just for that phrase, but of the Kyler Murray, Daniel Jones, and Dwayne Askins performances, who and what stood out the most for you of that trio of first-round picks? Probably Kyler, just because it's it's unique to see a player that small. You know, in, yeah. in my lifetime, the only guy that really jumps out that had some success is when Flutie came in a little older and he looked so tiny. But Kyler feels like even smaller. Kyler feels tiny, but he throws just this accurate laser. It's just beautiful. You know, it's it's, it's awesome. It's cool to watch. Now you still kind of hold your breath that once it really gets going in September. And, you know, Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram of whatever team they're playing are actually in pads and playing. What happens when they throw him to the ground? You know, can he consistently get up? Now, the counter would be how do those guys consistently catch him? Because he is like a fly. You know, he's, he's hard to catch. He, he, he jolts around. It's just hard to keep a kind of a hand, get a hand on him. But he looked, it, I can't dispute, he looked awesome. Now, he, his stuff translated to the NFL because me whenever you're accurate it's like baker mayfield last night watching them on that two minute drill that they ran which is pretty smart it's pretty cool by freddie kitchens just opening drive run it like two minute drill basically rep it like a practice but it's a live drill and when you're that accurate and baker to me his best quality is he's his accuracy is elite kyler's really accurate too it's really hard to fail you know a lot of quarterbacks fail for to me a couple things intangible stuff like you're not tough enough you're not smart enough but it usually is their physical stuff. They're, they're just not consistently accurate. They can't make the throws. He can make all the throws accurately. So I don't think it's going to be a fad. Now, is he going to be a great player in the league? You know, the jury, he's played one, hell, he played one drive. But it looked pretty good. <laughs> I can't really, and Daniel Jones, my thing is just when you're going up against twos and threes, you know, you can look good. And, and again, people in the NFL like Daniel Jones. All my buddies that are in the SEC thought he was a good player. They just didn't think he was six overall, but they, he was a fringe first-round guy. I think a lot of people were expected, like the Giants drafted some undrafted free agent in the six overall pick. But that's not what happened. You know, he's he's a good athlete. He's an accurate thrower. He's got a decent arm. Like he's he's not going to look, you know, like he belongs in the CFL or something. Uh, but again, he's playing. He was playing the backups, and we'll see. I, I, the jury's still out for me on them. I, I thought Pat Schirmer after the game was a little arrogant to be like, yeah, that's why we drafted him. It's like, Pat, it's like two drives. Let's just let's pump the brakes a little. Um, John, I, I think it's interesting, like, just hearing you talk about Kyler Murray and Daniel Jones or whatever, and I, I want to ask you this because coming from the same life as a former scout, how hard is it to put down the evaluations that we make uh, during the pre-draft phase to then – look at someone now that they're in the league and to try and keep what we thought they would be as a pro out of our mind when we're just evaluating. Do you have that struggle? Because I know I do. Because whatever hard and fast opinions I make on a player, sometimes it's hard 
to put it in my back pocket and say, okay, Daniel Jones is now with the Giants. Let me look at what he is with them, and maybe I can get a vision for what they saw in him that maybe I did or didn't see when he was coming out. Yeah, I mean, it's much easier for me now in the media than it ever was in the pros because you want to be right when it's your it's your like your livelihoods on the line. I mean, if you crushed a guy and you, you were part of the reason, maybe you didn't pick him up either pre-draft process or practice squad process or whatever, it's a little different than just not liking the guy, you know, for NFL Network or for whatever, right? But you still want to be – we're all humans. We want to be right. I, I find it actually easier. Like, I, I'm not a big Lamar Jackson guy. I, I don't think – it's going to translate and it's going to work. But everything I hear about the guy, how good of a character player or how person he is, I'm rooting for that. Like, I don't mind. Like, if I'm wrong there, great. Same with Josh Allen. I didn't like Josh Allen. But like Lamar Jackson, everything you hear about the kid, you're like, this guy's awesome. I-, I find myself rooting for when I know they're good character guys, but I didn't like the player. It doesn't bother me at, at all, really. Uh, and-, and obviously with the quarterbacks, clearly much more polarizing, right, because they're the – they're the stars of this league. They get talked about the most. So you can look like you had egg on your face. And a lot of people just – I don't think necessarily crush Daniel Jones. That's where I think we've kind of lost connection on this. If you didn't like Daniel Jones, Bucky, and you didn't think he was worth the six overall pick, there's a difference. It's not liking him at all, right? Mm-hmm. If you said – I think sometimes we lose – like if you think a guy's going to – yeah, I'd take this guy in the second round. There's nothing wrong with being a second-round pick. I think we often be like, you thought he was a second-rounder? Yeah. Stick around. I mean, you still make a lot of money. You're a good player. I mean, a lot of, just, and I think now if you don't claim a guy's a top ten pick, it's like you hate the guy, and that's just that's just not a reality. But it's just how you kind of have to stack it when you talk about the pre-draft process. He's John Middlecoff, host of the Three and Out podcast on the Herd Radio Network. Read him on the Athletic, covering the San Francisco area, and of course, former NFL scout. Find him on Twitter at John Middlecoff. We appreciate it, John. Have a great weekend. Thanks, guys. You too. See ya. It's funny because, and Doug has talked about it on the show, not everything is one thing or the other. And there are so many different things. It's like, yeah, you may not be high on a guy. doesn't mean you think he's the worst player in the world. I think we get caught up into that so much. And it's not just us in the media. Like, I look at the Cowboys and I hear Jerry Jones talking about how leading rushers don't win Super Bowls. No, but leading rushers go to the playoffs. They do quite a bit. <laughs> And and he does it like that wasn't brought up like it's it's the like the Super Bowl or, or bust yeah. yeah and I, I think that's that's unfair as John's making that point yeah I think it is unfair I, you know I, look I didn't have an opinion I had a I thought Daniel Jones was the first round pick uh, did I think he was a top ten pick no I didn't think his talent necessarily warranted that however throughout the process I thought that he was the guy that the New York Giants would take just because of connecting the dots Eli Manning. Okay, Eli Manning played for David Cutcliffe, who was Daniel Jones' coach at Duke. Eli Manning's backup quarterback was Daniel Jones' personal uh, development coach coming up. Um, Eli Manning wants to continue to play. Daniel Jones has the kind of personality where he would just kind of sit by and be a professional. I thought all of those things made it a natural fit for him to be their pick. And even though they took him at six, if you like a player, you take a player, you don't worry about the backlash. I think the interesting thing is how people react to seeing Daniel Jones play because, in all honesty, we know that everyone didn't really watch him. They, they kind of flash scouted, didn't necessarily pay attention to who he was and what he could be. And now we had a chance to see him, and people are like, oh, I can see this and that. And, like, the Giants have been consistent in what they've said. Eli Manning is going to be the quarterback this year. 
he might be the quarterback the next year, and we believe in the Pat Mahomes development plan. They want to develop Daniel Jones and give him the best opportunity to succeed at the next level. Uh, this just in, the Giants will be unveiling the Lawrence Taylor and Daniel Jones statues prior to their <laughs> two home opener against the Buffalo Bills. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Dan Byer. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. I hate to tell you I told you so, but I told you so about Tiger Woods. I'll explain. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. And Dan, if you have any leftover uh, Popeyes, I can tra- <laughs> trade you this five-hour energy just... drink. For, <laughs> That's uh... all right. <laughs> Maybe Mountain Dew's on me a little bit later oh, on. Oh, all yeah, right. Who knows? Let's who knows? Do this. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, thanks, Dave. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Dan Byer. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Tiger Woods with Drew from the Northern Trust today because of a mild oblique strain. And, mm. Bucky, this shouldn't be a surprise considering that he had talked about how his back was tight this week, mm. how on the Pro-Am on Wednesday he didn't even hit tee shots or or shots from the fairway, just did some chipping and putting mm. as part of the Pro-Am because he didn't want to want to do anything too excruciating, and now he withdrew. And it just it takes me back to April. And and I've I've said this before, and I I don't want to sound like a broken record, but don't blame Tiger Woods for the disappointment. Blame yourself because when Tiger won won in August or in April at Augusta, mm-hmm. we immediately jumped to not is he going to win again? Is one mm-hmm. when, when is he going to beat Jack Nicklaus's record? Like he went from fourteen to fifteen, and we were immediately on number nineteen instead of taking that win for what it was. And if you think back to what happened when Tiger won and he's walking to sign his scorecard with his son and there's just throngs of people and he's walking and he's he's fist pumping, he's screaming, you know, his, his, his kids running alongside of him, a lot of energy. It was the only time we saw something like that after a win in his 14 previous victories. And to me, that told me something of, yeah, it was also the comeback, but maybe that was... That was like, it? Yeah, that like that was that's it. That's where the movie ends. Like that is that's the Hollywood that's the end of the Hollywood script. I, I said it. I said it at the open championship last month that I think that the ninth or the twenty nineteen Masters for Tiger will be looked at as Jack Nicholas's eighty six Masters when he won at forty six. This isn't going to be there isn't going to be another opportunity because there's so much that can go wrong. Waking up on the wrong side of the bed, dealing with a stiff back. Now it's an oblique strain. He puts so much into the comeback and to come back and play well, then all of a sudden you reach that point, and after that you got a couple of missed cuts, a withdrawal, and you've only played five times since that win. This is actually more of the Tiger Woods that we probably should expect to see as he's in his mid-40s than what we saw in April. Yeah, I mean, I I think it's going to be hard for him to sustain the level of play that we want to see him at. We want to see Tiger recapture the dominance that captivated us for so long. It's not coming back. He's an older player. He's going to have these inconsistencies. And that's where every aging golfer, Phil yeah. Mickelson, these guys go in and on and off the cut line when it comes to it. What I would like to see, and golf is always more interesting, if he's just in the mix. Um, if he's just in the hunt, doesn't always have to win. But if he's just in the top ten, just kind of hanging around, make it entertaining so I can watch and really want to watch him perform because look he's one of the more dominant players of our era arguably the best golfer of all time when it comes to just the level of dominance that he displayed so you want to see that but i don't have any 
illusions of him coming back and being what he wants. I think that's what fooled some because he was trending towards that that Masters and he was building up towards that. So you saw a lot of good results of him being in contention and you thought, okay, now this is it. Now what we've realized is how much those months in the year prior just to get back has really taken on Tiger Woods' body. Yeah, it's really taken effect on him because he, he can't practice and he was one. Uh, maybe more than any other golfer who really threw himself into the preparation part of it. Like uh, you read books, you read mm-hmm. his book about how much he would just get on the driving range and just hit bucket after bucket after bucket of balls, and he warms himself down. Yeah, some of the Navy SEALs training and his fascination with that kind of stuff kind of got to him, but he is a diligent uh, worker and maybe over-prepares. And so if he's not able to prepare like he used to, he can mentally – get himself in the right frame of mind to win it because you kind of have these rituals and routines. You're a golfer, like you know when you're ready Mm -hmm. to play, but you put yourself in there through a routine. I don't think he's the type that if his routine is off, that he can just pick it up and say, hey, let's just go swing. Yeah, I agree with that. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Dan Beyer. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. How soon can we expect Daniel Jones to win the starting job with the Giants? We'll tell you coming up next. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, 
in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Dan Beyer. Find us on Twitter. I'm at Dan Beyer on Fox. You can get Bucky at Bucky Brooks. In sports, a trade can make or break your team. It's no different when it comes to selling or trading in your car. You need to make good choices. And with True Car, you've got a star on your roster. So when you're ready to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car. True Cash Offer, not available in all areas. Why don't you say we uh, play a game? Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. This mm. is game could time. the game be today? Mm. On the Doug Gottlieb Show. David Gascon, what do we got today? Gentlemen, let's go in the bag. We got Psychic. All right. This is where we can look ahead to stuff, Bucky. Oh, See okay. what's going to happen, what's going right. to unfold. Okay, what we got? All right. Well, guys, we'll start things off. Let's go something unique. Let's talk the NFL. All right. <laughs> yes, let's do it. Preseason week number one. The world is on fire for one Daniel Jones. Gentlemen, right off the bat. What week will Daniel Jones make his NFL debut? Mmm. Mm. That's a good one. Bucky Brooks? Oh, I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> All right. Okay. I'm going to say, I'm going to say week one of the 2019 season. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> Do you see that in your crystal ball? <laughs> I, I did see that in my crystal ball. This is what I saw. I saw week one. But I saw week one, 2020. Oh! He's the next Pat Mahomes. Little Carson Palmer right there. Taking a year off. Take the whole year. All right. Eli Manning last season had 21 TDs, 11 picks, and threw for 4,300 yards. QBR, 92.4. So not all that bad. Mm. Guys, we go from the East Coast to the West Coast. Antonio Brown's got all kinds of drama. Gentlemen, will he play week number one? Wow. I say yes. I say that that we will see him on the field uh, for that opening game. Oh, I think he absolutely plays. I think he's there, and I think he has a 100-yard game to kick off his Raider career. Wow. Wow. Fantasy. Get it. (laughs) Against the Broncos? Mm, Interesting. Yeah, wide receiver depth chart doesn't look great for the Raiders. Tyrell Williams, Hunter Renfro, J.J. Nelson. So not a lot to to brag about there. Hunter Renfro's been getting the rave reviews. He had the GoPro on his helmet. 
<laughs> Unbelievable. Guys, uh, we talk so much about who wins the Super Bowls and not so much about the runner-ups. Uh, records the last 10 Super Bowl runner-ups. Check this out. New England, 11-5. and five. Atlanta, 10-6. and six. Then you had Carolina at 6-10. and 10. Seattle, 10 and 6. Denver, 12 and 4. San Francisco, New England, Pittsburgh, all 12 and 4 after that. So, with all that being said, will the LA Rams in 2019 win more than 10 games? I don't see him making the playoffs, Bucky. Oh, wow. Yeah, Whoa. yeah I don't. <laughs> Hot take over here. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. Yeah. Out of fire. Yep. Uh, they, 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 went, they win the division. All right. They win 11 games. And Ty Gurley shuts everybody up. Oh, all right. Dan, if they don't make the playoffs, what do they finish their record at? Um, I think they'll be 8-8. Eight and eight. Oh, wow. Yeah, I wow. think that there's going to be quite a hangover. Goff stunk the last month and a half, and nobody wants to talk about it. Oh, because no. he didn't have Ty Gurley. There you go. And how long is Ty Gurley going to be there? He's going to keep uh, it. We'll see. Last one. Let me squeeze this one in for you guys real quick. Will Kyler Murray win Offensive Rookie of the Year? Right now, he's the odds-on favorite at plus 150. Dwayne Haskins at plus 786 is the closest guy. David Montgomery is at plus 1640. All right. I'll wrap up with this. Yes, but Daniel Jones wins league MVP. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, I don't know. Hey, Kevin the intern told me DJ. Come got on, a, DJ for MVP. Come on. He uh, does it. His name's on the trophy. If you think Antonio Brown's got problems with his feet, now he has problems with his head. We'll explain next. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my! Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. 
Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. From head to toe, Antonio Brown is in the news. Glad that you're with us, spending some time on your Friday, getting ready for another beautiful summer weekend. Football is here. You can wrap up with five NFL games, whether it be tonight or tomorrow, as it'll wrap up week one in the NFL preseason. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show, brought to you by Farmers. At Farmers, we've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. When it's game time, have an experienced player to help you stay ahead of the game, put their experience into play at Farmers.com. We are Farmers. So to give you the timeline, you may have heard David Gascon in our update mention what's going on with Antonio Brown, but there are reports that Antonio Brown now is missing in action after leaving the team and not talking with the team because because he's unhappy with a league rule that forces him to change helmets. Now, Mike Silver of the NFL Network says that this has been an ongoing issue throughout Brown's time with the Oakland Raiders and actually at one point seemed to be solved. Brown was unhappy that he had to that he wouldn't be able to use the helmet that he's worn throughout his NFL career, which Bucky notified me all they do is just paint it, put the uh, silver over the black of the Steelers and the new stickers on, and he's good to go. So I yeah, was, it's not a, yeah, it's yeah, not a, yeah I know, I know, I was surprised with that because for just for the simple fact, I know they put new stickers on, but I'm like, hey, wouldn't that be team property? But no, you can let Antonio Brown no, you take, take you take your own helmet. Like uh, you can have your own helmet. Like some guys. Uh, they have certain specs. They like certain things. And now with the helmets, they customize them to fit your head. Like uh, Rydell and some of these other companies, they'll mold the bladder to fit your head. And so when it's your helmet, it's your helmet wherever you go. And so um, it's easy to swap out the paint. They can sand it down, paint it over, put the new stuff on it or whatever. The big thing about this and what um, <clears throat> parents of kids who are playing the game should understand um, – a helmet is only certified to last for 10 years. Each year you got to take the helmets to get reconditioned. They put a sticker on it, but there's a 10-year lifespan for helmets. 
Um, and the reason they do that is because technology changes. Uh, you want players to be in the up-to-date technology so they are protected and you have all these things with the health and safety standards. However, you have pros who like their helmet. They like the fit of it. They, they're, they've broken it in. It's comfortable for them. With A.B. and also with Tom Brady, their helmets that they prefer have kind of aged out. So now it's time for them to move on to a new helmet. A.B. is protesting because he likes to feel, he likes to mm-hmm. fit, he doesn't want to break out, he doesn't want to break in a new helmet. And so literally that's what this is about. Can I continue to wear an older, outdated helmet because I like the fit or do I need to be up to code and get a new helmet? That's what they're haggling over. Now, Mike Silver reports that Brown, when he found out that he was going to have to get a new helmet because of a grace period that ended up being waived by the NFL, became furious over hearing that news. He was unhappy about it, complained that guys like Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers didn't have to abide by the same standards. The Mike Silver report of the NFL Network says that the Raiders – or someone with the Raiders or someone close to Brown texted him a picture of Aaron Rodgers wearing a new helmet when the Packers were practicing and not the old one that he had always used. Mm -hmm. It was then reported that Brown showed up the next day as if nothing had happened (laughs) and went with business as usual, Bucky, and then wore the new helmet. But now this has come up again on the, no pun intended here, on the heels of his cryotherapy issue that he's had with the Oakland Raiders. So there are some, I mean, it seems to be a roller coaster when it comes to Antonio Brown, and maybe this roller coaster should have been expected considering some of the stuff that we saw with Antonio Brown in Pittsburgh. Yeah, some of it. Look, look drama kind of follow, follows him. He's a high-maintenance guy. Like, a lot of wide receivers are high-maintenance, but he seems to be on the extreme end of it. And... I don't know if you can ever satisfy him. Like he may be one of those guys, and, and you always can get a sense of how guys are when you talk to the equipment people. And maybe he's just a high maintenance guy when it comes to how he manages or how he cares for or what he wants from an equipment standpoint. But look, man, it's a, it's a helmet. I understand the comfort level, the fit, but after ten years, man, you should make sure that you're protected. Not necessarily to fit in the comfort. Make sure you're protected. Well, how much now does this affect what the Raiders are doing? I mean. Take away the 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 trade that they made, which was what third round pick. Because yeah. I mean, that's the for what Antonio Brown means to this football team going forward. And if now he's become more of a headache than anything else, mm-hmm. how much more can the Raiders afford to put up with this stuff? Uh, they have to. They're all in. They traded for him. They gave him a third round pick, and they paid a bunch of money. He's theirs. They're married to him. So John Gruden has to find a way to make this work out and look he has to continue to have these private conversations with uh ab and sit him down and say hey, here's what we expect we expect to be in compliance like just do your job just do exactly what you've been asked to do you won't have any issues this is that that's my that's my problem with it is that like and you don't know what antonio brown is going to show up and i know he's not the first football player to to have a personality like this, but there's a bigger spotlight. He's in a new spot. If he shows up one day and is fine with the helmet and then now refuses to show up because he's not fine, I just, 
I don't know how you plan for stuff like that. I I, I would have no idea. You sound like you're frustrated. You, I don't think you can coach AB. Yeah, I, I, think, I think I would have a think, very difficult you, time doing you, so. I think you would have a tough time coaching AB. I think you'd have a tough time letting him be on your squad. I, I have a difficult It's funny. Did and you I'm take not, him on your fantasy team? No, no, absolutely not. Zero. Would not take him. He's, would, not, he's not on Byers Band or whatever, whatever your team is? <laughs> he's not on that? No, he is not. Uh, we're the Killer Bees, by the way. Oh, the Killer uh, yeah, Bees. Yeah, the Killer Bees. My bad, the Killer Bees. Uh, he would not be on my team just because of the situation, the offensive situation that he's in, and for stuff like this that you cannot control. I would take a bunch <laughs> of wide receivers over Antonio Brown. I don't know how, though. I mean, when when you're breaking in uh, a young running back, mm-hmm. you're, you've are you got a veteran quarterback that you're paying a lot of money to, and you're trying to give them uh, as many weapons. David Gascon ended up running down some of the wide receivers that the Raiders have. There are some guys that are nice, but nobody that you would consider number one outside of Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. I just don't know how in the world, when you are trying to figure out all these other things, take away his personality. Wide receiver was the one position on that team. Number one wide receiver was the one position on that team they really didn't have to worry about because it was he was the best talent and now that one position is taking up a lot of real estate in their minds and on their watches and i think that is a big issue with the raiders i mean it is taking up a lot of headspace a lot of conversation a lot of attention is being devoted towards the wide receiver spot i mean look this is what you signed up for, man. You got the AP experience. This is what this is what you signed you up for. You didn't know. You didn't know that he would go to France. Where yeah. apparently their cryotherapy rules are a bit lax. Yeah. Maybe they need new rules every ten years. This is what you this is what you get. You signed up for it. You have you have to know. You have to call some people, get a sense of who a guy really is before you take him in. Who do you think is enjoying this the most? Ben Roethlisberger, Mike Tomlin, the Steeler fans. Uh, who do you think is Oh, I think everybody associated with Pittsburgh is enjoying this because they were like, see, you thought we were crazy? I think Mike Tomlin is enjoying a little bit of like, see, look at all the stuff that I had to deal with. I had to keep quiet. Um, I think everyone is kind of, I don't want to say they're they're, they're celebrating, but they're kind of like, I told you so. Someone told you so was going on. I told you about the Daniel Jones statue being built for the Giants. This just in. The Steelers will be unveiling their Antonio Brown out of a cryotherapy chamber statue <laughs> week two prior to their game against the Seattle Seahawks. That's that's what you have got with Antonio Brown. They have got to be loving this because Oakland's pain and misery is their enjoyment, that they don't have to deal with that anymore. It's I, I would have to now... I am happily married. I've been happily married for over two years. Uh, we are going to last a lifetime. But I see maybe divorced couples out there. Uh-huh. And the guy who got out of the bad marriage, mm. maybe he feels sorry for the new husband. Of the late. Maybe he does. Really? Or maybe he just laughs. Well, I, I think that that's, oh, a, think, that's what it is, is. I think you laughed at all. The, the crazy ex. I, th- hey, I think you laughed at all. You know what? It's Dean's problem now. It's not mine. It's not Don't have problem. to worry about it anymore. Uh, yeah. That's what the Pittsburgh Steelers are doing right now. Uh, yeah, they're celebrating. I couldn't think of a worse way for things to go at the start because, put it this way, if you're having to deal with this now, I don't think that it gets better. No. And. It, the the great thing about us is Hard Knock should be pretty amazing. I should be awesome on next week. Tuesday. Should be awesome next week.
He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Dan Beyer. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. I'm on Twitter at Dan Beyer on Fox. You can get Bucky at Bucky Brooks. You can always listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app and find the show on iTunes and download it every single day. Coming up next, we'll find out more about what's going on with this Antonio Brown situation. And is Dwayne Haskins really ready for prime time in D.C.? That coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Dan Byer sitting in for Doug today here on Fox Sports Radio. Find Bucky on Twitter at Bucky Brooks. I'm at Dan Byer on Fox. Tim tweets in, based on how Pittsburgh feels for Oakland, how do you think John Bobbitt feels about how about his ex possibly being <laughs> remarried? And we went down that road. It's the way it is. Hey, you know, it's his problem now. That's how the Pittsburgh Steelers, I'm sure, are feeling. I, may, maybe there's some some remorse of like, oh, yeah, bro, I understand. She did that to me as well. So much going on with Antonio Brown. So much going on th- uh, throughout NFL training camps. Jason Lockenfora, CBS Sports, joins us now. Hey, Jason, thanks so much for taking time out of the uh, the training camp tour that you are on to spend some time with us on this Friday. We appreciate it. How's it going, guys? It's uh, it's going it's going well. Antonio Brown providing us uh, with uh, even more to to talk about the uh, the news coming out that he's that he's not happy with his helmet. Uh, is this common? I mean, is this something that we see? I mean, we know that th- there are only a certain number of players that have been in the league long enough to have helmets that exactly. are old. But uh, I mean, is this is this a new one even for you? Yes. Um. Uh, we are at a different point in time here where they are legislating certain helmets out of the game, not because it's, uh, you know, arbitrary or willy-nilly, or um, it's because there's tests that they require now, and, if, you know, they're, they're, they want to see what's safe and what's not and what's antiquated and, and, you know, what is still protecting players. And if you can't meet certain thresholds, you are eventually phased out um I, I i'm sure other people aren't happy about it but they're i don't know that there's a whole lot of recourse they've known this is coming for a while and it's one of those things that kind of is what it is um but you guys know antonio is a different cat um he is wired a little differently and he is certainly a guy who is never shy to voice his opinions or to uh, basically bail on his football team, find a reason, you know, not to be around. And he's apparently found one. It, it is an unbelievable story. But I, w- I want to stick right near where you are. Uh, Baltimore. <clears throat> John Harbaugh has talked about an offense that may revolutionize football the way they're going to use Lamar Jackson. Just give me some insight on what he's exactly talking about, how they're going to utilize Lamar, and why would this be so revolutionary? Well, I, I think everything is on the table with them. They've studied, you know, everything from the, you know, the 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 single wing to, you know, the um, any sort of elaborate triple option you could think of. You know, you think of the, 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 the Naval Academy and the Paul Johnson offense and what all the components that go into that, running the football. Well, they've, you know, they've studied that. They've, they've got elements of that. They've, they also feel like they have the ability vertically now because of some of the people that they've brought in and because of the development of Lamar Jackson to challenge teams downfield in a way that they haven't before or certainly haven't uh, you know, in a, in a long time, maybe since Flacco was in his prime. So I think it's a, it's a combination of all those. Now, 
you know, how much of that are they going to dig into on a daily basis? You know, from week to week, how uh, voluminous will the playbook be? I think that remains to be seen. But Greg Roman already, you know, had uh, a, a diverse attack in terms of mesh points and moving the ball around at the line of scrimmage and spreading teams out horizontally. Now they feel like they have the ability to do it vertically as well. Is it going to revolutionize the NFL? I mean, I, I, I don't know. Um, you know, that obviously they, they feel very strongly about it. And, and frankly, I, I think they are going to be um, a very intriguing, interesting, dynamic offense to watch week in and week out. Um, I, I'm not sure where, you know, if, if, if they'll ultimately meet the standards that, that they've set right away. But I feel like they've got the ability to beat you in a lot of different ways. And I, I really think um, the people who seem to go out of their way to find any reason to hate or criticize Lamar Jackson are going to find themselves running out of reasons by the time we get deeper into this season. Jason Lockett for joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. Jason of CBS Sports. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Dan Beyer. I like the Ravens because they're zagging when everybody is zigging. Yeah. And and I I think that that's – you're not going to win every game, but you're going to be a team that nobody wants to face because nobody's used to what you're doing. And and has this all rejuvenated John Harbaugh in any way? Ah, John's always spirited. John's always feisty. Um, John always has a chip on his shoulder or is looking for a way to make the chip on his shoulder bigger. So, yeah, I, I think a lot of this plays sort of into um, the way he, he naturally is inclined to motivate his team, which is that, you know, we don't, we don't get our due. We don't get enough respect. Um, you know, people are, are sleeping us on us or discounting us or making fun of us because of the way we do things. So, yeah, I, I think the fact that there is still this big segment of the football population who seems like um, they, they want to remain Raven skeptics, I, I do think he feeds off that. You know, and thinking about feeding off certain things, I think this division is going to be interesting. Obviously, the storylines are in Cleveland. We know about the storylines in uh, Pittsburgh with A.B. and Lev Bell leaving. Uh, Ravens, you just mentioned. But no one talks about the Cincinnati Bengals. What is going on in the Queen City? What what can we make of what's happening with Zach Taylor and the Cincinnati Bengals? Well, I feel for Zach Taylor. Um, you know, that, that that's a tough situation when offensive line is already your biggest concern, and now you're you're down. I mean, I, they, you know, Billy Price will be back, but at some point, but he's been hurt a lot in, in a short period of time going back to college. But you lose the guy you're projected to be your left tackle, you lose your best guard, and that already was a position group that you had to be concerned with. Um, it, it's going to be a lot of trial and error and trying to figure out the five-man group that can do it there. And then in the meantime, you know, you just can't bank on A.J. Green and, and John Ross. I mean, and Ross, you just, you just, you just can't. Um, you know, Ross has never been healthy seemingly since he came in the league. And A.J. the last few years has missed a lot of time. And I get it. Like you say, we can't miss what we don't have. But when you took the job, you thought, you know, you, those are some of the things you start banking on. I think it's going to be an uphill climb for them. I, I, I just do. I, I like a bunch of the individual players there. But I think Zach Taylor is going to have a real difficult time getting them cohesive and getting them all together, given what they're lacking right from the start. Jason Lockett-Fora joining us here on Fox Sports Radio, another forgotten team 
maybe in their own division, the Lions. You get a chance to check them out and what Matt Patricia is doing in his second year in Detroit? I did. You know, it's going to be interesting there because they, they've – they're saying all the right things in terms of learning from some of their mistakes last year and realizing they have to have a different offensive philosophy to some degree, particularly on first down, where they were just basically the most predictable team in the league. I mean, they they were lining up in the same formation, doing the same thing, especially in the first half of games, when really, you know, you that's a chance when you think you've, okay, we've scripted all this stuff, we've got a chance to be a little bit more creative, you know, try to get our quarterback slinging it around, try to get a lead because we're not sure what we have on defense. And, and that just wasn't their mentality at all. As much as they recognize that, though, they still keep saying run the ball, 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 which I, I, I just don't know um, that that's going to be the smartest approach for them. I mean, they've paid Matt, Matt Stafford a ton of money for a long time. Um, you know, they, they have some interesting weapons there, and they just haven't been able to run the ball in a really productive, consistent manner for, for quite some time. If the D-line can ever all get healthy and stay healthy, I think it could be much improved over a year ago. I mean, Trey Flowers, then, you, you know, Mike Daniel, Snacks Harrison, still an elite run stuffer. Um, but they just, you know, when I was there, only a couple of their projected starters were even, you know, practicing at the time. So that, that's, you know, that's difficult when you, you start talking about missing weeks at a time up front at another position group like the Bengals' offensive line where cohesion and breeding chemistry is so important. You know, I'm sitting here looking at the Indianapolis Colts, and we have the Andrew Luck situation where they're really holding him out of practice. How serious is this injury? Is it going to prevent him from being the player that we got excited about again last year? Well, I mean, he was pretty adamant when I was there, and the, and the day I was there was the first day that he missed practice. That he's played through worse stuff. He, he, you know, if he had to play through this, he could. But there's just no reason to even think about it, given the you know that it was July and there's nothing at stake. Um, but you know, and he's got six more weeks at that time to to get it straightened out before the games start counting. So by that regard, you say, okay, you know, it's, it's a calf injury, it, it's a strain, and more time should, should, be, should work. But the other side is, well, wait a minute, this has been going on since April, and nobody thought it would still be an issue, you know, come July, much less August, yet now he's probably not going to do much in the preseason. How much of that is just uber precaution? You know, how much of that is him? being so in tune with his body after everything he went through with the shoulder, you know, to just be a, a, a guy now who, who, you know, might just be willing to say, hey, I, I, I'd rather shut it down than even remotely risk anything. You know, what's the upside? I don't know, though. You know, I think he'll be ready week one. I think he's smart enough to do that. But the concern has to be how eagerly, eagerly, how easily aggravated, easy for me to say, <laughs> will it become, you know what I mean? And what does he look like come week 8, 9, 10, the dog days of the season? I don't know that anybody can predict that accurately, guys, but uh, I think he'll be in pretty good shape week one. My, problem, my concern or fear would be that at some point in the first month of the season, he, he tweaks that thing a little bit or something goes a little wrong with it. That's when, obviously, you're at DEFCON levels. Find him on Twitter at Jason Lockett Fora. Read him on CBSSports.com, CBS NFL Insider Jason Lockett Fora. We appreciate it, Jason. We'll do it again soon. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. 
or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Man, guys, I hope that they have at least two POV cameras inside the Oakland Raiders front office meetings. Because next week on Hard Knocks with this conversation, 
It could be electric. I, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't know how to deal with irrational <laughs> you, people. That's what you mean? <laughs> what you mean? You, you, don't, you don't like that? The guy that just says, hey, you know what? I decided that I'm not going to play because I don't like my helmet. I can understand in trying to accommodate to <laughs> to someone. Maybe a veteran player gets, uh, you know, the you, nicer you're room. A tough time. Have you ever coached kids sports? No. See, if you coach kids sports, then you you would be a little more like, oh, okay, because then you get a kid that shows up like, I'm not playing unless we have uh, the, the, uh, these special snacks after these gummy bears for snacks. So then you have to figure out, hey, I, parents, I need I need somebody to bring the gummy bears for snacks. If not, we won't get the kid. I I, can, I get like I understand accommodation, but there's nothing that the Raiders can do. Like they are the ones, they are the ones getting fined if Antonio Brown wears the wrong helmet, which is no longer allowed. So his helmet that he wants to wear, it's not even he's not even the one that's getting the the punishment for it. It's the Raiders, and that would be the situation you're that a, I'm in. You're having a of, tough time. Of just I'm having a tough time because everywhere I turn, there's a roadblock. You're having a tough time. Every everything says road closed. Local traffic only, road closed, road closed. That's all that, I, and I would not know which way to go, and I guess they got to go through the local traffic only, and that's where Antonio Brown is and try to figure out some way to navigate this. But it's very <laughs> difficult to deal with irrationality, right? Uh, I mean, You're just having a tough time with A.B. Okay, how would you do it? How would you deal? The guy says he won't play because – of the helmet that he wants to wear is not allowed in the NFL anymore. And if he wears that helmet, the Raiders will end up getting fined. You just pay the fine and say, don't let him play. Don't let him play. Just don't let him play. He'll come back when it matters. Don't let him play. All the vehicles in your control. If you look, if he wants to do some silliness like that, you can find, you can always find him. You can take care of it. Like just don't let him play. The best thing to ever to get someone's behavior to conform on a team, take their playing time. Cool. You don't want to play? Cool. We're just going to keep playing without you. And at some point, he'll show up. Well, he didn't he's show up. You not, know what? To your in, to, to make your point, he did show up on game day in Pittsburgh. Yeah. After going AWOL, he showed up and expected that he was going to then just suit send, up. Send him home. Don't. Yeah, don't. Don't even give any life to this because the more air you give to this, if you're John Gruden or whatever, the more he's going to continue to do it. At some point, you got to take the stance like, hey, dude, you're in and you're out. And if he's out, then move on with somebody else. Yeah, he's claiming that he can't see as well with the helmet. I mean, look, that, 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 that may be true. That may be. All of those things may be true. But the helmet is banned. Maybe, like, that's, that's it. It, it. It's like taking your kids to Disneyland and Disneyland closes. But I want to go on the ride. It's Closed, <laughs> like it's what do you want me to do about it? Is no longer open, so then you have to let him just sit there at the gates and have a tantrum. They should give him Sean Landetta's helmet. <laughs> the so one silly. bar punter, the single bar, the single, the single bar. bar, right across. It'd be like you play with that baby. That that's what that's that's what the NFL. That's what Man. the Raiders should do. Play when with I, this one. When I was in when I was in little league, um, I think the only options that we had for helmets was not that one, but the two bar. We used to call it mm. the biscuit. Sure. So, so you only could get the biscuit, so, or you could get the biscuit with the bar so, in the middle. So, is it the largent? Was it the largent helmet? <laughs> yes, the Steve Largent. Yeah, the Steve Largent face mask. Yes. Yeah, that, there that, it is. Yes, the two that's bar. A, that's all you had. 
I I would love for somebody to bring that back. Well, if they're not gonna, if they if they're not gonna, yeah, that would be awesome. For as awesome as it is, there's no way they're gonna allow a full face to be exposed. There was a punter that used to wear it under his chin. Oh yeah, back in the day. I just. Yeah, to your point, you have much it's decor- more. Is decoration? You have much more uh, patience than I do. You don't uh, have any patience for that. AB would not be. AB would not be able to play on your little league baseball team. Be very difficult for me. It's very, very difficult. AB would have a I tough time. I could not handle the eight-year-old who has a pack of nerds before the game and is just running around everywhere. That would end up uh, driving me nuts. All right, so the Raiders are going to have to exercise patience with yeah. Antonio Brown. It's a little patience. Um, there are certain NFL teams that patience won't even help them. It's that time of this show again, Bucky. Yeah, when you and I sit together, it's time for some Brooks and Dunn. Oh, All I right, love that. here we go. Brooks and Dunn revisited 2019. What I want to know, Bucky, the NFL teams that are done in having hopes for a Super Bowl, even before the season Already? Has started. Already? the teams before, that have, Before we even get have, started? That have no chance at going to the Super Bowl, whose oh hopes of a Super Bowl are done, what are those NFL teams? The teams that have are Already hope, done. Already done. It's August okay. 9th. Whose wow, hopes of a Super Bowl are already done? Okay, I've let's got go. one team. I have the Miami Dolphins. Okay, the Miami Dolphins. All right. I took them with my first pick. Let's go with the New York Giants. Understandable. Mm. The Dolphins had, a, like, when they kind of admitted that they were throwing in the towel or word leaked, their odds were like 300 to 1, and everybody, like, the worst teams were 100 to 1, and they were 300 to 1. So uh, the Dolphins and uh, the New York Giants, even with swag DJ Daniel Jones. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Arizona Cardinals. Okay. Mm. Going through all the divisions in my head, like, the teams who have no shot. Uh, let's go to Cincinnati Bengals. Hey, interesting. All right. Yeah, they've got. You, you think know, they have a shot? Yeah. Yeah, no, no. Oh. I think it's interesting you haven't said the Raiders yet. Oh, That's we get why. to it. I'm trying to work I'm trying to work through it. In my head, there's a, yeah, we can go to Oakland Raiders. We can put them out. Yeah, Raiders done. Yeah, because AB doesn't have his helmet, so he can't, they like, can't go. Even like like the Bills. Okay, the Bills probably aren't going to the Super Bowl, but you can say the defense is really is going to be really chance. good. Yeah, have a chance. Yeah, these five teams, the Dolphins, no Giants, chance. Cardinals, Bengals, and Raiders. No chance. No chance. Do you got any more? Redskins. Uh, they're, they're, yeah, they look poop. They, they were out of gas versus Cleveland preseason. We'll go, we'll go out <laughs> on them. Central Division, like the Lions? North. All of a sudden, oh yes, the Lions is done. It's done. <laughs> oh. The guy who has a pencil, oh. the guy who uses a pencil on on a laminate sheet, that guy, they're done. They're changing their name from Motown to No Town. Oh, because, yeah, no Town. it is not going to happen for the Lions in 2019. Yeah, they want to be the Detroit Patriots. What? NFC South. I think everybody's got a everybody has a shot. Good. Yeah, the West. We already took out the Cardinals. Um. I think we're yeah. we're pretty good. That that might be that might be the crew right there. How many you got? What about the uh, Denver Broncos? I mean, Joe Flacco is the Super Bowl MVP, right? Yes, he is. Yes, he is. And yeah. you still have Von Miller. And he's in his prime, and you according have to John Elway. Yeah, yeah. Six, uh, seven teams: Dolphins, Giants, Cardinals, Bengals, Raiders, Redskins, and the Detroit Lions. Better luck next year. Your Brooks and Dunn. Look ahead to twenty twenty. Turn it up. Don't worry. One more time. One more time, Bucky. <laughs> Go to town! Because they ain't going to the Super Bowl. 
<laughs> the song's like three minutes and 20 seconds. We uh, we timed that well. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Dan Beyer. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. One young NFL quarterback is destined for greatness, according to a Hall of Famer. We'll tell you who that quarterback is and who said it next year on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Dan Byer sitting in for Doug today. Today's show is brought to you by True Car. In sports, a trade can make or break your team. It's no different when it comes to selling or trading in your car. You need to make good choices, and with True Car, you got a star on your roster. So when you're ready to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car. True Cash offer not available in all areas. If you're just joining us, Antonio Brown's been in the news. Has nothing to do with his feet. Today we're talking about his head. And Adam Schefter on the heels of a report of out of Pittsburgh that says the radio the Raiders have heard radio silence from Antonio Brown because he was not happy with his helmet situation. Now Adam Schefter is reporting that Brown had a two hour meeting with the National Football League to voice his displeasure and try to come out of it with some solution where he could wear his old helmet. Now, Schefter also reported that Brown would not play football again unless he can wear it. This is true. This is None of this is a made-up story. This isn't season nine of Game of Thrones. This is a true story of what is what is being reported about Antonio Brown, that he wouldn't play football unless he got to wear his helmet. Now, Mike Silver of the NFL Network reported that Antonio Brown threw a hissy fit when he couldn't wear his old helmet because Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers could. When showed a picture that Aaron Rodgers was wearing the new helmet, Brown came to practice the next day as if nothing happened. So this situation is just up in, how is this a two hour meeting? Like how does this take two hours? This thing should be wrapped up in thirty minutes. I don't know what they're trying to to work on. What can you do with a new helmet or with an old helmet to make it can he do anything with it? Well, he had, to, he had to negotiate his side and why he felt like he needed the helmet. And, I mean, look, man, you, you seem shocked by this. Like, he's a high-maintenance, high-maintenance guy. <laughs> like, he's high-maintenance. And what you're now seeing, like, maybe, just maybe, Mike Tomlin, maybe Ben Roethlisberger, maybe the Steelers organization, they weren't as crazy as we thought they were. They put up with a lot of stuff from 84 to get him on the field and to let him do the things that he was able to do, particularly the last six years. You can now see, man, Mike Tomlin must be the salt of the earth to have to deal with this kind of stuff. Because John Gruden is only a couple months in, and we're talking about this craziness that, that you are already exasperated over there. You're exasperated. You, you would want to throw him off your little rec league team. I just don't know where to turn. Like as I said, like I don't know like what the options the Raiders have of do I mean ask Kevin Colbert to get a third round pick for this mess. I mean there are geez. there are no options. Because not only did they acquire him, they paid him. So he's paid, <laughs> he's cashed a check. That's the only thing that they're able to do to bring him back. Gotta you gotta hit him in his pocket and then take his plan time. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Dan Byer. We will revisit this issue. But right now, just because Doug's not here doesn't mean we're not going to hear something great from Fox Sports Radio or Fox Sports 1 in a segment we like to call. And now, 
Hall of Fame wide receiver Chris Carter weighing in on his show First Things First on Fox Sports 1 talking about Baker Mayfield. Ultimately, I just want to continue to see his game grow on the field. I believe he's going to be one of the great quarterbacks that we have in the game. The other thing I want to see happen is I want him to adjust off the field. I want him to to maybe not try to make it a point to maybe stick it to certain reporters. Just keep playing, understanding the league, try to bring a championship to Cleveland. Those are the things that are really important compared to making someone in the media, oh, they're going to be wrong about what they said. Of course we're wrong. We're talking about sports every day. That's Chris Carter on Baker Mayfield's dealing with the media. I have a feeling that he's got specific people he's pointing out when he's talking about the media. Mm-hmm. But is that where Baker Mayfield's got to... I mean, obviously, it seems he's got to keep his focus on football, but it's it's just, it's just exhausting, I think, for him, and he will find... It's exhausting to continue to have these fights every day in the media. And I know he he's fueled by the conflict. He's fueled by the doubt and the hate. Um, he's an underdog. He sees himself as an underdog, so he's always looking... Uh, for those who disrespect him and disrespect his game. However, at some point, you're like your franchise quarterback. Look, he can still have the chip. He still can kind of act on it and use it for motivation, but you want him to be able to move on from it so his teammates don't have to kind of pick up the pieces, meaning Baker does something, then the reporters come and ask the teammates about something that Baker did. Um, ultimately, you would like him, in most instances, take the high road, and just kind of move on beyond it. But he just can't do it. He has to let people know. And I just think uh, he will find out that he is he's never going to win against the power of the pen. I think when you look at Baker Mayfield's career starting at Texas Tech and going up to now areas of the Cleveland Browns, there's never been an opportunity where things have stayed the same. Because there's change there's the transfer there's mm-hmm. the sitting out there's now you're the starting quarterback there's now you're the Heisman candidate now you're the first round pick now you're the starting quarterback now your team is winning at some point life will become I don't know instead of more up and down it becomes a little bit more flatline because he's going to be in that spot that's when I think things end up being normal you think it's so? just natural I don't know, man. I would like to think that he's able to get around it. And I would like to think that someone in Cleveland has tried to talk to him about, hey, you're a franchise quarterback. You probably probably want to avoid engaging in some of these things because it's unbecoming of you being IQB1. But look, we understand. Some of these things kind of affect you um, uh, from an emotional standpoint, so speak out on it. But you can't battle everyone. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Dan Beyer. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. What's the future of Antonio Brown? And what's the future of the NFL running back? That next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Uh, The drama that continues with Antonio Brown gets another big twist today. Adam Schefter reports that Brown has informed the Oakland Raiders He will not play football again unless he's allowed to wear his old helmet. Brown, in fact, filed a grievance against the National Football League to be allowed to wear his old helmet and not the one league rules mandate. With all that being said, we switch from Oakland to the Indianapolis Colts, and head coach Frank Wright says Andrew Luck will not return to practice until his calf injury is gone. He's going to 
ongoing calf injury that's limited him in practice so far. Browns wide receiver Antonio Callaway has been suspended for the first four games the upcoming season after violating the league's substance abuse policy. Meanwhile, Buccaneers defensive tackle Vita Vea sprained LCL. He'll miss six to eight weeks worth of action. I'm David Gascon. We are Commitment to excellence, commitment to your helmet. That's what we've got right now in an NFL training camp. Glad to have you with us on the Doug Gottlieb Show. As Today's show is brought to you by Farmers. At Farmers, we've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. When it's game time, have an experienced player to help you stay ahead of the game. Put their experience into play at Farmers.com. We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. I said to... You, Bucky, and David Gascon during one of our breaks, I said, I wonder what's happening. Like, what are we doing right now in life that we think is a great idea that 20 years from now we're going to be like, boy, was that stupid? Why did we do that? And I used artificial turf. Like in the 80s, <laughs> when you had it at, at Veterans Stadium and you had it in the Astrodome. I used to think it was so cool for yeah, to play on. Yeah, like, oh, this is great. And then it tore up everyone's knees. And 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 that was the end of artificial turf. But during that time, it was amazing. And I wonder, like, what what is happening now that we're going to look at twenty years from now and be like, boy, that was stupid. Are we going to look at Antonio Brown's helmet saga uh, twenty I mean, years from now? Is like, remember when Antonio Brown said he wasn't going to play because of his helmet, or is it going to be like, remember when Antonio Brown retired because he couldn't wear his helmet? Like that's. <laughs> That that like that's where we are because if you're just tuning in, Antonio Brown reportedly is refusing to play football for the Raiders unless he can wear his helmet that he's worn throughout his entire NFL career, which by the way is no longer permitted by the National Football League. That's in a summary. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much Listen, <laughs> we, we had Jason Lockenfora on, and and I think you feel the same. I asked Jason, I "Go, have you ever heard of anything like this?" And he said, "No, no. Like this isn't like jersey number. This is if he wears the wrong helmet, the Raiders get fined." And Antonio Brown, I mean, like, is that because you've given up so much already? Do you just end up letting him wear the helmet? No, you can't do it. He, you can't because you get fined. He he has to comply. Like, there's no wiggle room in this debate like he has to find a new helmet that he can wear like and he can pout so you just let him pout if his if history shows us anything is that he will come back because he did come back in pittsburgh he will you just can't you can't give him any you can't give it any life you can't give it any oxygen just just snuff it out like it's an attention move like it's it's silly but it's just a move for more attention it's just attention is this to distract from what's happening with his feet like he's like, I, 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 the far, let's let's figure out what's the farthest place on my body from my feet. And he said, "Oh, my helmet! I want to wear my helmet. Let's let's bring this up now." I mean, this I, I say I, that I jokingly. Just, I know you a do bad but, joke, but, but I, I see I see it as if it's not this, then it'd be something else. Like it's just one of those things where it's always going to be something until they, like he's always going to toe the line until you tell him, like, "Hey, dude, we're done with it. We're done." So. Don't give air to it. He doesn't want to play. Cool. You sit over there. Don't play. And then send him envelopes that have the fines in his check. Like you have to hit him where it hurts. His playing time and his money. Take away his shine. That's how he breathes. He breathes off of the social media stuff. He breathes off the fans' adulation. He breathes off all of that. Cool. You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna take that away from you because when you're sitting here beside me, you can't get any of that love that you so desperately crave because that's what he wants. 
And the the attention part of it I bring up because this process of his new helmet has been going on for months. This has been a topic of discussion. He was told that he can't wear the helmet, was told that Aaron Rodgers uh, was wearing a new helmet, so then he comes back and shows up at, at Raiders training camp or at Raiders camp and wears the new helmet. Mm-hmm. So he's worn the new helmet while he's been with the Raiders, but now is complaining that it doesn't allow him to see as well to catch footballs or to, to see defenders, and that's why he wants to go back to his old helmet. I think, yeah, this coming up again or having radio silence and dealing with it, though, does take off some of the heat of of what he's dealing with with his feet. And I also will say this, in in a in a in a way that was not intended, but there was a lot of pressure on Derek Carr this season. Mm-hmm. Now the the attention of Hard Knocks is not on Derek Carr. The attention of the Raiders' success is not on Derek Carr because we're focusing on the shenanigans of one Antonio Brown. Yeah, all the pressure shifts from Derek Carr to Antonio Brown, but both of those guys have to play at a high level. I think AB just only puts more pressure on himself. Uh, John Gruden has a lot of pressure because he went out and said that he wanted him. He said that this guy kind of sets the standard uh, when it comes to practice and all those things. And so we will see. We'll see how, how it works out for him. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Dan Byer. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Find Bucky on Twitter at Bucky Brooks. I'm at Dan Byer on Fox. If we're not talking about Antonio Brown or the rookie quarterbacks who debuted last night, we seem to be talking about running backs and the holdouts in the National Football League. Both Ezekiel Elliott and Melvin Gordon still holding out for new contracts with their teams. And now, as you look at the NFL, this is the 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 future of the NFL running back is one that I think goes a lot deeper than just the National Football League. I think that with what has happened in how the NFL deals with running backs and how the NFL treats running backs and how NFL running backs are incorporated in today's game, you have this trickle-down effect, Bucky, that I think is 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 so intriguing because guys like an Ezekiel Elliott or guys like a Saquon Barkley who was taken second overall in a draft have a lot more on their shoulders than than other running backs in the National Football League because of their value and because of their their talent. And I just I look at what has happened in the NFL as having this trickle down effect and I'm curious to to your thoughts on on what I think could be possibilities. And I think it trickles down to college football. I I, I think nowadays with any running back that has a chance, a sniff of the National Football League as an underclassman is going to move on. Do you, do you think that is a trend that, that that there's no reason for any running back to stay at a university for their full eligibility because of how we now view the running back in the NFL? Uh, I think there could be something to be said for that. Um, most of these top runners, we saw Zeke Elliott, Ty Gurley, uh, Leonard Fournette. I think Christian McCaffrey, they all bypassed their senior year to come out when they had an opportunity because, unfortunately, running back is a position where people are looking to devalue it. They pay close attention to the play play count, how many snaps they took, how many hits they took, how it affects their body. So we will see a, a little bit of a difference in the trickle-down effect. I wanted to kind of jump on your point about Saquon Barkley talking about the responsibilities. Here's what I would say that I see. I have seen at the lower level, because the passing game is so prominent in the NFL and because um, so many teams are using runners out on the perimeter Mm -hmm. and making them special players, 
you're seeing more and more of these young dudes come into the league prepared because they have 707 in middle school and high school. They've been catching the ball in the summer because their college team runs it. And then they just have an affinity for being special in the passing game. And so I think as we continue to see this position evolve, you'll see people continue to take running backs high. But those running backs will be the guys that can not only run it, they can catch it, they can block. They will be more complete in nature. Well, then that was going to lead me to my next point of on the high school level, do we see the new running back, and we'll put it that way, saying pass-first responsibilities, A, not only because of what we see in the NFL, but because it's safer? Uh, like, look, there- you you have some of those things. Um, you have to know how to use them in the passing game. Um if you are a young running back and you can catch the ball, man, it just makes you a more a more valuable uh, playmaker, a more dangerous weapon because you can use them in a variety of different ways to get them loose. Um, I, I think you are seeing guys kind of wander to the, I guess, slot receiver position, because now they want to catch passes. You get running backs making nineteen twenty million dollars now that Mike Thomas has made it. Guys want to get a big bite of the apple, and they feel like they can probably get a bigger bite if they become skilled and talented um, wide receivers and DBs as opposed to running back. I don't mean to put you on the spot, but you are a high school football coach at Granada Hills Charter. Do you know how many run-first teams you're going to be facing this year? I don't know how many we'll face, but we're run-first team. Are you are you the are you the, the We want to be we want to be Army. If we never have to throw a pass, that would be ideal. But I would guess that there aren't a lot of schools like that. Is that no, no, it's correct? Not. It's not. And 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 I think even when you look at college football, it's a huge advantage. Let's 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 take it even farther because we talked about it. So we bring it all the way full circle. So we talk about lower levels teams running it like that. We talk about in college, Army having success with that. Stanford has had success kind of being a grinded out power team. Last year in the middle of the season, we saw a team completely change their style and went like that to Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. The Baltimore Ravens with Lamar Jackson, they decided, you know what, we're just going to go all in. We're going to run it every down. We're going to run read option stuff. We're just going to be – basically they said they want to be the Army of the NFL. We saw the Seattle Seahawks, a team that was supposed to be rebuilding last year. After the first two weeks of the season, they ran the ball more than any other team in the league. And it worked for them. They go to the playoffs mm-hmm. before they're supposed to go, despite having Russell Wilson. So – the thing about the running backs and the running game and the way that is valued, you still need a top running back. You see people say, oh, you can do it with a back committee. You can. It's hard. It's harder rather than mm-hmm. when you have a guy. But you can do it. But get a dude, and the new trend is draft one in the first round that's talented, ride him to the wheels fall off, and then never give him really a second contract. So the Ezekiel Elliott thing, to me, Dallas is not going to play hardball, but the Dallas Cowboys could basically dribble out the shot clock on Ezekiel Elliott's career, meaning draft him high, you got him for five years, put him on the five-year, fifth-year option, franchise tag, year six, maybe franchise tag him again, year seven. For seven years, his seven best years, do you think he's going to be the same kind of player in years eight, nine, and no, ten? No, absolutely no. not. So for a cost control deal, you've been able to do it. Um, in the first round. And and that's why I bring this up. When the CBA changed and you had a, now a rookie wage scale Killed that- kill players. Dumb. Yes. Killed it. Killed it. Silly. And so when I say, when you look back at things that, you know, at the time maybe you thought that you were doing right 
in that you now look back and say, wow, that was that was you know, wrong. Yeah. And I think that's where we are with like there's not not only not only Bucky, I, I get the second the third pick gets less than the second pick who gets on the first pick. I I I get that, but when you look at the value and what these guys do in the draft now, it's so unfortunate for a Saquon Barkley or it's so unfortunate for an Ezekiel Elliott to be put into that system because when you look back at it as well, the new system is is pushed a lot of middle guys out of the league, guys who are maybe would have a good four, five, six, seven year career. Because when you get into years four and five, you'd rather just take a kid out of college and have mm-hmm. replace him. So there's a there's a lot of gaps. It's funny. Jason Smith, who hosts the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon here on Fox Sports Radio, said, it, it, you know, one of his arguments has been a new CBA make the rookie contracts only three years. Is that something that we could see? I I looked at it as like. Make them longer for the for the running backs for an opportunity for them to make more money down the line as opposed to getting a second contract because I think a I'm wondering if a, a shorter contract just allows the NFL to then push somebody out of the way sooner. It allows them to push them out the way sooner. They're always going to work around it. So whatever yeah. you think you're doing to benefit you, it always be the other thing. I think four year deals can do it because from my standpoint, point, if you do a four year deal that player will now end up, if he plays this thing, he'll end up being a vested player, meaning he's entitled to all his benefits for the rest of his life and all that other mm-hmm. stuff. Um, if you do a three-year deal, you're going to have so many of those guys that get caught in between. Um, I think the NBA, with their rookie stuff, is it two years or three years? I can't remember how they do when you're drafted and you're a top pick. Yeah, uh, three. It's three, yeah, three years three, yeah. and those things. But what has happened is because – the rookie way skill has come in, and because it's made it so team-friendly for rookies, you really pushed out the middle class. Mm-hmm. So you have the stars, the $20, $30 million players, and then you got the rookies and the cheap guys. You don't have a lot of your no, middle class. Yeah. And so when people talk about the game and the game looks different, well, um, teams with, with the all-or-nothing approach, I want either all of it with my franchise guy and nothing. I'm not going to put any money in anything else. And so – that doesn't necessarily work either. I, you know, and I, and I, I brought up Jason's point because I thought it was an interesting one and a good one. I may not happen to agree with it, but I do think it's interesting. But I also think it's interesting to your point, and that's why I brought it up. How NFL teams will work around it, just like they Whatever did with is. this new CBA to Whatever their it benefit. They figured they figured out. Um, and, and they've kind of figured out the sweet spot to to make it work for them. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Dan Beyer. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio, sitting in for Doug. Coming up next, we'll talk with NBA insider Chris Haynes to get the real story about Kevin Durant. That next year on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Dan Beyer, sitting in for Doug today. Again, the big news of the day, Antonio Brown incognito i guess you could say from the uh, raiders fittingly is richie incognito is a member of the raiders everybody cast the characters they have <laughs> and 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 brown has been missing in action because he's apparently been fighting with the nfl and the raiders about what helmet he can wear uh you can hear bucky and my discussion on it at foxsportsradio.com just click on podcast you can also find the show on itunes and download the show every single day i suggest you go to yahoo sports and read chris haynes's latest piece in his discussion with kevin durant the senior nba writer joins us here on the doug gottlieb show happy friday chris thanks so much for coming on uh, thanks for having me, guys. 
let's uh, let's dive into this piece that you did with with Kevin Durant. So in your piece, he basically says to you, and and I'll paraphrase: uh, "You want something? Well, I got something for you." So so how, as a reporter, are are you taken back? Are you trying to figure out questions to to get answers from Durant? How taken back are you by that comment that Kevin Durant is is ready and willing to speak on whatever topic he wants to get off his chest? Well, I, I went over there. I, it, I I wasn't promised an interview. Uh, you know, he he knew he knew I wanted to interview him, of course, because you know he hasn't spoken since he injured his Achilles. And so, uh, you know, I just went up there. It's the first time I've seen him since. Yeah, it was since the you know the, the finals. So I went up there, you know, checking on him, see see what's going on. Uh, you know, I, I asked him. I asked him for an interview. Um, you know, probably a week before that, he was like, "Nah, not ready." So I didn't. I didn't go up there with a promise. And so I, I was there, you know, I was catching up with him. I was there for probably about an hour before we we got going. And so that, that's 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 when he made that that's when he made that comment. And so that's how that's all the interviews I started. You know, in, in thinking about that, that he decided he was ready to talk. Uh, what what was your main intent? What did you wanted to get out of that conversation that you guys were going to have? Well, just see where his head was at. But the main thing was obviously. You know the the elephant in the room was, you know, his injury, how how it played out, you know, how it was handled. Um, you know, you had people saying he was misdiagnosed. You had people saying he 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 blamed the Warriors uh, for mishandling of it, and um, so that was really that was really the the big thing. Obviously, he hasn't spoken since signing with the Nets. So there was a lot that you know I wanted to get across and um, and ask him about. And uh, like I said, I, I didn't know we were going to be able to d- delve into all of that. But you know, he, I guess he got. You know, he, he said, he said, I know you're not here for nothing, so let's go. <laughs> so, he gave me the goods. Chris Haynes of Yahoo Sports uh, joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Dan Byer sitting in for Doug Gottlieb. So did you even did you even have pen and paper with you? What what? How do, how does that play out? No, nah, I'm, I'm taking I'm taking notes, no pen and paper. I'm taking notes on my phone, just uh-huh. like you know mannerisms and you know who who showed up at what 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 time and what point. Because um, you know he, you know even if I wasn't granted an interview, then you know he might have gave me the approval to go ahead and you know document some of the things that went on. Sure. You know what I mean, so just in case he gave me that approval. You know, two days or a week from now, you know, I, I'd be able to, you know, have some of the things that was that was uh, scribbled on my phone. You know, what what kind of frame of mind is he in now? State of mind. Now that he's done with the Achilles, he started his surgery, he's moved on, made his choice to go to Brooklyn to be with the Nets. Like, how do you think he is mentally? He looked good, man. He was he he looked at peace. Um, he's excited. You know, he's definitely excited about the next chapter. Um, He's attacking his rehab really aggressively. Uh, you know, everything he needs uh, as far as the equipment uh, is there at, at his at his home uh, there in L.A. He he's he's in a good state. I, I was I wasn't um, I wasn't expecting that. You know, I don't know I don't know why I wasn't expecting that, but he he was just in a good mental state and uh, spoke very favorably of the Warriors. Um, 
he was really open. Like once he made made up his mind to talk, he, he was really candid. And, and you know, I could have I could have took the conversation anywhere. You know, that's the kind of mood he was in. So uh, just from that day I spent with him, man, he was really his spirits were really good and lifted. And I, I don't know, you know, obviously I don't know what it's like, you know, all the, all the other days, but you know, I I got a good vibe from him that day. Chris Haynes joining us here on Fox Sports Radio on the Doug Gottlieb Show. How surprised were you that it apparently was a two-team race for his services? Yeah, I was very surprised at that. <laughs> I was very surprised at that, you know, because I was obviously hearing New York Knicks uh, were a serious option. Um, you know, I, 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 I was very, very surprised. And he, he spoke about how he liked the, the pieces uh, that they have and how they were able to kind of maneuver from the Billy King era. Uh, you know, like a lot of mistakes that was made in the past seemed like they, they overcame that and, and they, they positioned themselves well for the future. So, you know, he, he spoke about that. and But, no, I, I was surprised. He, he, he plainly stated that if he was ever going to leave the Warriors, it was always going to be for the Brooklyn Nets. And so, yeah, my, my, my mouth kind of dropped at that point. And that's what surprised me with all of this, because his, the word leaked an hour before the moratorium was even supposed to start. So so what mm-hmm. so what you know for for him and he talks about friendship in your piece as well and and how friendship in the NBA has has evolved whether it be with LeBron and Dwayne Wade or him and Kyrie Irving or, with those things but to me it's not a coincidence that all of a sudden his friend Kyrie Irving or his friend DeAndre Jordan are just randomly going to the Brooklyn Nets like I, was there any light on how much this was in the works prior to free agency even starting? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I asked him when 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 was the decision made to go there. He said June thirtieth. And so, look, you, you guys, you guys know how free agency works. You know, a lot of times these deals are agreed to days, weeks, hours, yeah. uh, in advance. So I let everybody else kind of read between the lines of what they really think happened. <laughs> it, but, you know, that's just what he that's just what he said on record. Did you say June? 30th, 2018, was that the uh, the comment? <laughs> you know what? I, I didn't ask. I didn't follow up with the year. You know, he, he might. He might <laughs> you know, I, just, I, just, I just took June 30th. <laughs> Chris Haynes joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. You know, Chris, now that he's, he's made the decision and he had his buddy Kyrie Irving joining him, what kind of leadership do you think those two guys will provide? Because – both guys appear to be a little different when it comes to being kind of the alpha male. They don't necessarily appear to be really, really comfortable in that role, particularly when it comes to the media. How do you think they'll share responsibilities as the leader of this squad? Uh, you know what? That's that's what I'm looking for forward to seeing more than anything when it comes to that new Brooklyn Nets team. I covered Kyrie in Cleveland when I was a beat writer there. And I, I was a beat writer for a short time for the Warriors, uh, my previous employer. And so I, those guys are very similar, very, very similar. So, uh, you know, you definitely can point out some flaws of, of theirs, if, guess if, you, if you're looking at leadership qualities. Um, so it's going to be interesting because these two are going to be the main alpha dogs for that team. They're going to be the leaders. Uh, people are going to have to look up to them. So they have to lead by example as well uh, from, you know, not just on the basketball court, just from, you know, off the court. Um, 
So I I, I want to see. Like I, I I don't know to answer your question. I don't know how that's going to play out, but I have to uh, I have to get up there sometime to check that out because that's definitely something I'll be monitoring. He's Chris Haynes, senior NBA writer for Yahoo Sports. And before you tell us uh, to get our butts out of here, we got what we wanted. We will let you go and enjoy your weekend. Chris, we appreciate it and a great piece and suggest everybody go out and read it. But uh, but thanks for the times. And, yeah, we'll do it again soon. Uh, anytime. Y'all take care, guys. Chris Haynes, Yahoo Sports. Find him on Twitter at Chris B. Haynes. I don't know if I can say what Kevin Durant told Chris Haynes. I think I can, but it's a Friday and it's not my show, so I'll just let it pass. Oh. Yeah. Well, well, he said, you know, yeah, all right, you guys can get your butts out of here. You got oh, what you wanted. Okay. That's what okay. it was. That's oh, okay. that's what it was. It's what you would say at a football practice when uh, get you out. Know, yeah, yeah. Just get your not Marshawn Lynch style. No, that wouldn't be. It would be a, a more kinder, <laughs> gentler way. A kinder, gentler NFL preseason. We'll explain. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Dan Byer. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I'm excited for Hard Knocks next week now. (laughs) (laughs) You think? Yeah, man. It's... uh... I'm not a big Raiders guy, but uh, I'm excited to see what Brown has to offer. Yeah, I wonder if he's even going to be there. (laughs) I wonder if he's going to be in any episode. It's got to be one of the focuses. By the way, uh, the executive producer of today's show is Gavin Kinzel, Bucky, and your executive producer Mm -hmm. just sent out a Twitter poll saying, who has the biggest issue with helmets, Antonio Brown, Antonio (laughs) Cromartie, or Phillip Rivers? That from your producer of the show, <laughs> Gavin Kinzel. Gavin, you got anything to say for yourself? No regrets. No regrets. <laughs> I stand by it. There it is. So, so that's your producer, Bucky Brooks. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll take him. I'll take him. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take him. I'll take him. I'll take him and I'll swap you AB minus the helmet. <laughs> <laughs> he is Bucky Brooks. I'm Dan Byer sitting in for Doug Gottlieb here on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Dave will be back in about 12 minutes or so with the press giving us all the headlines, allowing Bucky and I to react to what's happening. Last night's NFL preseason, to me, was great to see. It was refreshing, and I tweeted this out. And thanks for the retweet, by the way, Bucky. I appreciate it on this tweet. <laughs> His, he's laughing because he didn't. Don't worry. Nobody did. The point is, is I liked seeing football. The problem with the preseason just is because it's so long. So I think that there's value in the preseason for a lot of people in the first week. And listen, Roger Goodell has admitted as much, whether it be a CBA ploy or whatever, but that a change could be coming to the preseason. Mm -hmm. That was the issue last night. Now, there was another issue in Chicago that I'm surprised and I'm happy that it hasn't, but I'm surprised it hasn't been more of a talking point. Because Carolina Panthers head coach Ron Rivera admitted after the game last night with the Bears that he did the Bears a solid. And that solid was Bucky. He called the timeout at the end of the first half when the Bears were attempting a 43-yard field goal, saying that I knew they had a kicking competition and he wanted to help him out. So he froze the kicker at the end of the first half. <laughs> That's unbelievable. And, and it is unbelievable for the simple fact of that the 43-yard field goal has been such a story in Chicago for the last, you know, half year, seven months since Cody Parkey missed his kick against the Eagles. But it's also amazing 
that an opposing coach would recognize the situation. And usually in times like this of competition, when one team allows something to happen for the other team, we're up in arms and saying, what's wrong with this? I'm surprised that everybody seems to be cool with it. I'm actually cool with it as well as a former player, someone who's been involved in the NFL. Mm Mm-hmm. Was this shocking at all to you to hear that Ron Rivera would do Matt Nagy a solid? I, I, you know, it's interesting, but coaches are on the same wavelength. And because Ron Rivera is an old school bear, maybe he still has some of that allegiance where he felt tied and obligated mm-hmm. to make sure he leaves the Bears in a better place, even though he wasn't there. And so maybe that's why he reached out and kind of froze the kicker and kind of let everybody know. But I think it, it was great for him and it was great for the kicker because I think he might have missed the first one when he came back. And, and nailed it. So he missed a practice shot, came back and nailed it through. And so if I'm the Bears, to get that kind of real action stuff, that's the stuff that kind of trans, transfers the game. So I, I'm kind of excited that Ron Rivera kind of played a part. And I don't have a problem with it either because it is what it is. A preseason game is what it is. You are not going to get that opportunity sure. in a joint practice. You're not going to be able to do that in a stadium with people around watching and having that sort of situation play out, you can have your joint practices and do whatever you want, whether it be the Texans and Packers or Rams and Raiders, to do it in a game situation, I actually think is beneficial. It also shows me the value of the preseason games, then of what they are also then really for. I'm surprised stuff like this doesn't happen more often with teams of being like, Hey, can you do this? We do that, you know, just because we want to get a different look. The, the the ramifications could have been if he missed it. Now all of a sudden it's a bigger deal in Chicago than it ever was before. But I'm surprised maybe we don't see more of this in the preseason between the teams. So it's funny because you talked about not seeing more of it in the preseason. That is why, and this gets us to another debate topic. That is why coaches have been increasingly looking towards the combination joint practices to get the work in. Because when we have two different teams, Team Brooks, Team Bayer. When we practice, it's your defenses versus my offense, my defense versus your offense on two different fields. So all day we're competing against one another. So they get a chance to see our plays and do our stuff or whatever. But the advantage are the advantages stem around or center around the fact that we can get real quality work and get it on tape and see and coach our guys against other teams and here's how the teams play. So in a way, you're artificially building up um, their confidence and their wisdom and their know-how when it comes to playing the game while also being able to teach them by looking at the tape. I thought it was amazing that the Seahawks let Royce Freeman have a 50-yard run just because the Broncos <laughs> wanted to get their running game going. <laughs> Has nothing to do with the Seahawks defensive front whatsoever. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Dan Beyer. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Find Bucky at Bucky Brooks. I'm at Dan Beyer on Fox, and you can find Antonio Brown in NFL offices looking for a new helmet or trying to keep his old one. Gambling has officially invaded the NFL. We'll tell you which team has fully embraced it coming up next year on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Dan Byer sitting in for Doug as the rookie quarterbacks made their premieres in the preseason last night. Had intern Kevin crunch some numbers for us because I was curious on if draft spot correlated to 
your action in the first uh, your first season, your rookie season. Higher picks obviously have more expected from them. Later picks, maybe you can wait a little bit more, but was it a huge correlation because you had a guy like Teddy Bridgewater who ended up starting 12 games his rookie season for Minnesota in 2014. You had someone like Pat Mahomes who we talked about earlier started just the one game in his rookie year because of his wait-and-see approach. So you can't take recent history and apply it to the three quarterbacks of Kyler Murray, Daniel Jones, and Dwayne Haskins. But I will say this before we get to David Gascon, who's going to give us uh, the press in just a little bit. Do you know who the two quarterbacks in the last five seasons that have that started every game of their rookie year, or the last five drafts, not including the 2019, but going back to the 2014 draft, the two that started every game of their rookie year? Every year? I know I'm putting you on the spot, so I apologize James, for James. that. Correct? Ooh. The second one was actually surprising. I don't have this. Carson Wentz, considering he started every game his rookie year, but then got hurt the next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so great job, Kevin, the intern, on his last day. He'll be golfing in New Jersey in forty-eight hours. (laughs) I'll be golfing in about forty-eight minutes. So uh, let's uh, get to the press. The Press. The Press is with David Gascon, and in sports, a trade can make or break your team. It's no different when it comes to selling or trading in your car. You need to make good choices. And with True Car, you've got a star on your roster. So when you're ready to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car, True Cash Offer, not available in all areas. What's up, Dave? Man, you buried the lead there. You forgot to mention or at least highlight the fact that he'll be in New Jersey. <laughs> yes. That's bad. Oh, beautiful. Love New Jersey. Yeah. I mean, love, le- love leaving City. it. Oh, no, Atlantic, you've been Atlantic City? Oh, it is atrocious. There is, yeah, there's, uh, it's, have you been to Atlantic City, Bucky? I have been once. I don't remember much about it, <laughs> but I know I, I've been I, once. I booked to stay there one night. Oh. By 6 p.m., I was regretting that we were staying in Atlantic City. Ooh. Yeah, it was just, it was not what I thought it was. Oh, man, that's brutal. Yeah. Um, I hate remembering things like that, but. I mean, talking about certain things have brought up the last couple of years. The the video with Colin Kaepernick, guys, did you get a chance to watch it? The one yeah, that he posted? Out. Out? Yeah. Um, well, President Trump actually made some comments about that today. Not the video itself, but he did say he would love to see Colin Kaepernick return to the National Football League, quote, if he's good enough. The president was asked about Kaepernick during a meeting earlier today at the White House. Kaepernick hasn't played since 2016. Trump was obviously responding to that video. He said, quote, only if he's good enough. If he was good enough, they'd hire him. Why wouldn't he play if he was good enough? End quote. That, listen, here's my thoughts on Kaepernick. I don't know what yours are, Bucky, but if the market, uh, if there was a market for him, then I think that he would be there now. The issue that I'm just saying is this is we're talking about the market. We're not talking about the landscape. Colin Kaepernick's going to want X amount of money. Uh, some team, if they want to bring him in, is going to want to pay him some sort of money, which is not probably what he wants, considering the drama that would come with it. I think it's a hard fit. Uh, I, I I have a completely different take. We've All seen right. we've seen lesser talented players come in and get workouts. My biggest issue is look, we haven't before we can even get to talking about the money. The fact that no one has brought him in for a workout speaks volumes. The, the fact that we have guys who look, Colin Kaepernick has outplayed a bunch of guys that are playing in the league. In fact, his backup. Blaine Gabbard is still floating around the league. We have guys, Nate Peterman, 
who's playing in the league. So it's not about whether he's talented enough. There's clearly something beyond what he does on the field that is preventing him from getting a workout or a call-up in the league. Speaking Even a chance? Just to, like, like, like doesn't he, a team he, but, know? Like, like, I but get, but I, I'm saying, like, no one has even brought him in for a workout. Like, of all the quarterbacks you've seen, RG3, like, just think about that. RG3 has not only gotten workouts and multiple chances, he is playing in the league currently. I'm just saying, like, we can say a lot of things. We have never seen a quarterback who has started in a Super Bowl never have another opportunity to play. I agree with everything that you said. I think it's I think it's different in 2019 than what it was in 2017, though, now. I do think that there is – like, I understand him not even getting to be one of five quarterbacks in camp. But I also think that when Colin Kaepernick goes to that team to say, hey, I want to play, he's not saying, yeah, I'll take the league minimum. Like, that's – I don't, we can't even get to that conversation because he hasn't even been brought up for a workout. I mean, like, you got to at least work him out before you can even get to the conversation about the thing. The thing I think that's annoying to me is no one has even had that conversation. Like, we don't know. We're we're speculating that, like, sure. hey, his demands are at X amount. But no one has even picked up the phone to have that conversation. I think that's the thing that's probably more annoying to me. Guys, can I ask you this question then? Yes. Uh, if you want to work out a video of Colin Kaepernick, wouldn't it be better suited if he was back maybe at Nevada throwing out routes and slant patterns and fade routes to wide receivers as he opposed has, to being in the locker he, room? But he has some other stuff like that. He has some workout videos where he's thrown to wide receivers and the like. Like, look at the end, and I've said this, I've said this before, like, he's never going to play in the NFL again. And mm-hmm. it's not through like due to his playing or anything like that like it has nothing to do with that like he's just not going to play and I think as soon as we kind of accept that and we can talk around it and dance around it or whatever like he's just not going to play in the NFL again I agree with that moving forward from the gridiron to Major League Baseball John Morosi of Fox Sports is reporting that the Boston Red Sox might move on from Mookie Betts. Keep in mind, last season he was a league MVP, but this year his totals are way down. Batting under 280 this season has 19 home runs. Obviously, they're looking up in the standings, the Tampa Bay Rays and the New York Yankees. I love how most teams get like a th- three- or five-year like grace period from winning a title. The Red Sox got three months. Like they, <laughs> you know, like they, they win the World Series last fall, and now it's all right. It's time to... Time to, to time cut, to break it move up. on. Yeah, we'll pay somebody else some more money. You know, baseball is a funny thing. A lot of people were wondering why Kyler Murray elected to play football over baseball. It takes you a long time to get to your real bread in baseball. Like, I mean, they have your rights for so long. I think this is convenient for the Red Sox to be able to move on. They never wanted to cake him up and give him the kind of money that he deserved. Guys, LA Rams will be the second team in the league to implement a gambling-style game. It's free of charge, but the Rams have a Rams pick em. That'll be debuting tomorrow against the Oakland Raiders. Oh, wow. The Raiders are having their own pick. Um, pick which helmet Antonio Brown's going to wear <laughs> in week one. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. Bucky, it's been fun. It's been real. It's been good. All right, more football tonight. We'll talk to you later. Later. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.